Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Sometimes I get scared that I am blowing your guys' fucking eardrums out every time I do that, but I know no other way to get this started, baby. Uh, welcome to the check-in. You know, it's motherfucking Thursday, and um, if my mom was here, she would wash my mouth out with soap. No reason to cuss the way that I just did, okay? But I'm going to keep doing it because my vocabulary lacks, all right? I got to read more books. <laughs> Whenever I read... um a book that's like recommended to me or just something that like seems to be like out of my wheelhouse. Um, actually, I don't know how to say, I don't know how to say out of my wheelhouse for books because I did go through this very long period where I did not read. Um, just, I never made time for it. And what really got me back in was a short story, um, essay collections and, um, and memoirs, uh, like by famous people, like comedians, I, I mean. And um, yeah, so I guess anything out of that was my warehouse. So when I'm reading like a narrative book or something like nonfiction that's supposed to teach me something, whenever there's a word I don't know, I do stop and I ask Siri. I go, yo, Siri, your boy Joey's back. Uh, don't know this one too? Let me know what it means. And it's just like the momentum that I lose every time I have to stop and look up a word. But I can't keep reading because I know I'm lying to myself. I am lying to myself when I keep reading past a word that I don't know. There's no one watching me. There's no one who knows that when I'm reading, I don't know what that word means. But fully to myself, I have occasionally been like, yeah, I know what shikikabaka means. I couldn't even think of a fake word. <laughs> yeah, I know the actual true definition of aesthetician. Someone who applies aesthetics. <laughs> you know, I have to Google these things. And uh, I do understand that's like that's one of those things uh, that stops people from from actually like reading. They don't like that feeling of either like being dumb or 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 being ill informed or just people don't like to be, uh, I think, tackled with or made aware of those like things that they don't know. Uh, I think I think a lot of people like to be uh, comforted by the world that they're familiar with. So like when I'm reading, I'm fully in a world. Like I'm reading shit. Right now I'm reading about blockchain. I want to know what the fuck the blockchain is. Uh, so I know what I'm putting my money into. I can't keep, I can't put, I put money into Bitcoin in 2016. $200, 250 became 900 now. I only wish I put in more. Uh, but I didn't have the money. I was in college and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was like at the top of all the, Hype. I did it. Um, but I, I mean, there's this other investing like the pros. I got seven, seven brief lessons on the brain or some shit like that. I got a screenwriting book. I got all this shit. And, and like, I don't know. I, I spread myself thin too. I also have this book. That's very, uh, it's a, it's a little bit of a difficult read because it bounces all over the place. And there's a lot of names, a lot of different people and 
descriptions called the elementary particles. Um, it's not heightened language, but it, you know, it's written like early. Like I think it was written in the eighties, seventies, could be the sixties. I could be completely fucking wrong, man. No, this guy's still alive. Um, I don't know nothing. I don't know a thing. All I know is that I'm a dumb little bitch. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, it's just like the language, a little different. Um, the way it's written, uh, a little separated from how we read and write now. So that's okay. Reading's supposed to get you into other worlds, you know. Uh, I can't fucking breathe. I can't breathe out of my fucking nose. <laughs> my right nose. My right. No my right. No I got two noses. Okay. Uh, and each of them smelled your bullshit. Um, my right nostril. I am never able to fucking breathe out of it. I would like to be able to. It'd be great. I'm always taking these deep breaths like because I feel like I'm never getting enough out of the nostril. And I, I know there's apparently a surgery where they like blow up a balloon in your nasal cavity and open it up. And I'm so scared of that. I hate surgery. I hate especially anything voluntarily like that. I mean, this is ruining my quality of life. I'm not breathe like when I'm walking, I shouldn't be, I should, but I, but I'm like that when I'm working out, I'm, I, I, I fucking have a problem breathing, uh, but I'm scared and I don't have health insurance now. Cause I'm fuck. I just turned 26 and I'm off my parents. Uh, I'm lucky I had it for so long, but of course you get all the problems once you turn 26. Um, that's just how the world works, baby. Um, but God damn it. Would I love to get that fixed? Uh, if anybody wants to offer me that for free, please. I am going to a dental cleaning today. Um, stay, uh, step two, because uh, I had to leave early the first time <laughs> uh, because I didn't know it was going to be four, uh, four hours long. That's my bad. Uh, I should have asked. I do this thing where I assume how long everything is. I assume all this information. I think I'm going to be right. Uh, um, and you'd think I'd learned my lesson at this point in life, but I did not. I did a pretty fun show the other day uh, in a warehouse. And by fun, I mean, I could not hear the audience when they talked to me. I do all crowd work. Um, the laughs dissipated in the, in the ceiling. It was just like a weird environment that uh, if everything was normal, we wouldn't be in. Um, but it was fun. I had a fun time. After the show, a guy came up to me and said, how long have you been doing comedy? And when I tell you that just being asked that question broke me, it broke me. I'm like, I'm like, what are you asking that? Because I seem new. He's like, yeah, I, you know, he, he, I said, I said, oh, like seven years. He, he went, he went, oh, you know, I just wanted to say, cause it's like, it's, you know, it's gotta be tough to get out there and all that stuff. And I'm like, did I eat shit? Are you saying all this because I ate shit? I already don't feel like I did amazing cause I'm doing crowd work. I can't even hear what people are fucking saying to me. Um, but you only ask that question if the guy ate shit and you only say those things if you want to make the guy feel better. And I'm going to say this to anybody at a comedy show ever. If you think the comedian needs to be made uh, to feel better because of his or her set or their set, um, don't fucking say anything because you always say the wrong thing. You don't mean to, you don't mean to, but you're always saying the wrong fucking thing and you end up hurting the person's feeling. I know so many stories from friends who are like, why didn't they say that? 
Why do they say that to me? You know, how, why? There's, um, oh, like someone being like, oh, like you were my favorite. Oh, thank you so much. Except for that. Don't tell me. Oh, that made me laugh so much, but you looked very uncomfortable. Don't say nothing. Tell me I had a good set. Buy me a drink or I'll buy you a drink. Fuck it. Let's talk for a second. Let's hang out. Um, it is COVID right now, but like, you know, hang out with me for a second. It, it, just, just say you had a fun time. If we're standing around and I'm a, and I'm very approachable. I don't close people off, but I'm very approachable. Um, come and talk to me. You don't have to keep talking. I guarantee you're going to fuck it up. <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest way. Uh, and by, by, by fuck it up, I mean like, you know, just hurt my feelings, even though you don't mean to. Um, I'm a very sensitive boy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I ended up, you know, kind of hearing from friends or whatever that I I did a good job. But uh, it was one of those sets where like right after I was like, I don't need this. I don't need this fucking comedy shit right now. It is it is not the same. I'm I'm miserable. Um, I hated that show. And then it turns out, you know, I did great. And it doesn't fucking matter what I thought. So and I'm not trying to I'm not saying that to sound a, a certain way, but I walked away feeling bad. Um and then to have a guy come up and ask how long I've been doing it. I mean, the connotation, uh, the the implication behind asking me that question is, is, uh, you know, if I say two years, you're going to say, ah, keep it up. If I say eight or seven or six, you're going to go, oh, you're, um, you should be better by now. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know what to do next in this life. Man, um, uh, I do have a newsletter coming out. By the time you guys listen to this, it'll be uh, the upcoming Monday, March 1st. Uh, I'm going to have the first edition, uh, the yeah, the first publication of my new newsletter. It'll be sent through email. Uh, it's called I Also Don't Know. It's going to have um, uh, confessional essays, uh, short stories that I wrote, um, a poem or two, uh, some photos, and it's going to be fun. Uh, I have to get back out there with my uh, Polaroid camera and see what I can take some pictures of. Um, I do have a couple. I have like four whole little, um, what is it? God, what are they called? Little booklets filled uh, filled with pictures. And all I want to do is take more. Um, I really had a period of time where I, I wasn't working and I wasn't like committing myself to uh, finishing things. Um, it seems like I'm in a huge transitional period. We all are, but um, I really do wish I dedicated even more time to like learning things during the pandemic. I know I talked about this before, but as I try to do music um, or or even like, you know, writing these short stories or, or, or pilots or spec scripts and whatever, and I'm like, learn, like flexing these new muscles and learning, it's only apparent to me like how much more I have to learn. And when you're, when you're younger, when, like if if I took the time in college to really dedicate myself and and like at least learn music production, I could teach myself music itself later or vice versa. Or if I really hunkered down and maybe finished like, you know, three, three good spec scripts uh, and I come out of college with a little example of my writing, um, I only can imagine how different my life would be or what 
my skill level would even be at now. Um, but that's all I can do is imagine and, and dream and do the work. And I'm doing the work now, but it's just like, you know, the, the world is not um, fully shut down anymore. I do have my jobs. I have work. I have places to go and things to do. Um, I've had the, the, the entire week off since Sunday. Um, unceremoniously, I did not, I, I did not ask for it, but because um, there's nothing going on with my PA gig, which is what was really like my moneymaker, what I was banking on. And, um, uh, you know, I have to gain back rest. I feel like it's crazy because all we had at the beginning of this pandemic was time. All we had was time. And I never rested. I never took the time fully to just sleep and rest. Um, I'm going to forgive myself for it because this is such a, this is an insane time in our lives. And um, I, I, I wasn't comfortable going to bed every day. I was going to bed being like, I didn't do anything today. What am I sleeping for? Like nothing. I'm not, I'm not resting for anything. I'm not like regaining energy from anything. I, I exerted nothing. I was working out a shit ton at the beginning of quarantine, but like, other than that, nothing. Um, but I do think, you know, there's a momentum that we've reached now. We've kind of, most people who are creative that I know, like, you know, we may still be fucked up by the fact that we're not out there every day and we're not out in the world and, and, and collaborating in, in person in that way. But um, we have found a way to create and live in this life. Um, so nothing can really, nothing should hold me back now. Nothing should hold us back now. Um, so let's, you know, I'm going to forgive myself. I think I'm doing all the right things now. Um, and what I hate is just time. I hate delayed gratification, honestly, uh, to like write all day or just kind of like research and read all day and not get like any tangible work done, uh, feels like, okay. And then I'll play some video games and feel like, uh, you know, that reward center of my brain got fully fucking, <laughs> um, satisfied. Uh, that being said, I am doing a lot of cleaning as procrastination. Uh, my room has looked the exact fucking same, except for yesterday. You guys, uh, on camera, you're only seeing that, that pile over there because that's literally where I just put everything. But this floor used to be covered here. You couldn't walk. And, uh, and I kind of cleaned that up a little bit. I cleaned this up, this little desk floor next to me. Um, but I, I do sometimes feel like I'm cleaning based solely on procrastination. And you know what? We can't change that. I think it's a very productive way to uh, procrastinate. Um, however, I wish I did not do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to end the, the, the check-in on this thought. Um, I'm like regaining uh, communication with some friends who I like, I just haven't heard from in a while, like lost. And when I look at this, I know how much of it is because of me, um, me not reaching out. And um, I can, I can, we can divulge in this more um, 
in the future, but I just want to close this out um, in very uh, help from hypocrite, hypocritical fashion. Um, you know, if there's a friend who you haven't heard from in a while or they haven't heard from you, go ahead and reach out. And if they don't respond, know that it most likely has nothing to do with you. This is a very hard time. Um, but the level of relief I feel after being in contact with, with someone new, uh, well, I, seeing them in a new light again or, or bringing them into my life at a new time uh, or just kind of rekindling that, um, there's a lot of relief because, I don't know, I'm a very anxious person, so I feel uh, a bit of incompleteness. Uh, anger at myself or them for having lost touch. And, you know, all we have in life is time, memories, and the connections uh, with people that we've made. So let's not let that go. I can fill you guys in uh, the next week's check-in to see how uh, everyone's doing. Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great goddamn weekend. And I'll see you guys on Monday with another fire episode. Love you. Bye. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.